Hey everybody, this is Frank Iero. I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. What's yeah. it like, like now that you're getting ready for that third record to drop? Like, I'm sure like release week is already crazy enough, but right now you're on tour and that record is like starting to get there. We're almost at May 31st. So yeah. like, what does that you know what does that look like for you? It's a lot like purgatory. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like uh, it's it's basically you like you have this this little secret, yeah. and you have it in your in your pocket, and you you take like one little pedal off it, and you're like. Here's a song, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so normally, you know, you, you, you're playing that record for like friends and family, and that's it. Right. Um, but we just started touring uh, uh, maybe two weeks ago, and we're not able to play a lot of the new songs yet. We we played the the one song that we've released because right. I feel like you know in this day and age, you you know as, as well as I do, if you play a new song, it gets recorded on an iPhone immediately, yep. and then it gets released. Yep. You know, and I, normally I'm okay with that. But I really want this record to be kind of uh, consumed in, in the way that I originally made it. You know, and I want you to hear it that way first. Right. And then you can hear it on whatever, you know, shitty recording <laughs> configuration. You know, you listen on your Zune or whatever yeah. the hell you're going to listen to. <laughs> it. Yeah, back. it's fine. Yeah, yeah. You know. So I, I just want to I want to keep it like under wraps as much as I possibly can right. before they, they hear it uh, any other way. So we're, we're at this point where we're just still playing old stuff, mm. but it's a new band. Like, all, you know, like uh, the guys that are involved are, are different musicians are, 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 are in this, this configuration. Mm. It's a new name. So our take on the old stuff also feels new. So that's kind of okay, fun. Like that cool. keeps me creative. Yeah. And I, I like that, you know, but I, there's a part of me though that's like all I want to do is play these new songs. Right. I just want to play them I so bet. bad. I mean, you've been sitting on them for some time now. Well, um, you know, uh, you kind of mentioned the band right now. Like, what is it about like you doing these reimaginations of of projects or or bands or names? Like, what is it about that that you keep doing that? Like, what what strikes you? Well, I think you know, my favorite thing about you know being in a band is is the the honeymoon period. You know what I mean? Um, kind of. Filling out the the musicians, like what, what is this going to sound like? You know, we're everything's new. There's no yeah. rules basically at this point. We're going to call it something different. Uh, there's going to be like a new person standing next to you on stage. Yeah. You know, what what does that sound like? What you know, how are you going to react to each other? Do you know, do your personalities mesh? Like, I love all of that. Mm -hmm. um, figuring out what what's the color scheme, what's the you know, what's the artwork basis on, on all of this. So, like, the fact that I get to do that every time I make a new record is fun it's exciting it's uh at times debilitating like it takes everything out of me you know yeah. but i like that like i like the things that scare the hell out of me right and that's what makes me want to keep doing this and like i feel like you know obviously it's like a fresh start every single time but what's it like when you're actually creating the record or or recording the record are they part of the record the recording process as well yeah well it depends on the on the band and where we're at this time yes um we recorded everything uh live to two inch tape um, with uh, with Steve Albini in at Electrical Audio in in Chicago. So uh, basically, all right. So let, I guess I'll backtrack. Right, the the band is filled out by myself, mm. uh, my brother in law Evan uh, Evan Nestor, who who actually played guitar in the Celebration and and the in the Patience. So he's he's in every project right. with me. Um, this time around, uh, Tucker Rule plays drums. Tucker's been in uh, in Thursday. Um, he's played in, in countless other acts. He's a wonderful musician, but that's his his other main band is Thursday. Uh, we've known each other since like 2000. Yeah. Um, Matt Armstrong uh, used to be in a band called Murder by Death. Mm -hmm. uh, he plays bass. And Kaylee Goldsworthy, uh, who I actually met maybe two years ago on tour. Right. She's a uh, multi-instrumentalist. She plays keys on the record. She plays violin on the record. Uh, she also plays guitar. She sings beautifully. Uh, so like that's that's the full band. That's the future violence. Right. 
And so I took the, the, those musicians, we all went out to Chicago and recorded this, this record that we made together. Uh, and the writing process was, was, was collaborative. Uh, I had a lot of songs that I wanted to bring to the table. This time around, uh, Evan actually had two songs that he brought in, okay. into the mix, and, and we, you know, we worked on those together. Um, uh, Matt brought in two songs, one of which made the record, and uh, it was really cool, man. Like to have like this, these these musicians that I mean, I I've known Evan since ever since he was like you know 15 years old because he's wow. you know like I married his sister and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and I just I get to wa I watched him like kind of grow as this, this musical genius, and it was like, as soon as you're old enough, I'm gonna take you on tour, kind of thing, was like how it went. And, cool. uh, and so like, that's awesome, we have like this creative like family member. Uh, but these other people like, like, uh, like Matt and Tucker, like I've known, geez, for you know, 19 years, yeah. and have thought to myself like, oh man, wouldn't it be cool to be in a band with that guy? Like, to, what would it be like to write a song with that, that guy? Must be something that, like, because you tour with so many bands over the years, and you've toured for so long, like, yeah. I feel like there's so many different artists that you would love to do some kind of collaboration with. Absolutely, absolutely. And sometimes, you know, like, you, you'll see bands and you're like, oh, man, like, this, this band is fantastic. Yeah. But that one, that one has, <laughs> like, there's something special about that. that like, you, you see these, like, kindred spirits throughout, yeah. you know? Um, just like, like Kaylee. It was one of those people that like was like, how have I never met you before? Like, <laughs> there's something about the way that you play, the way that your brain works. Yeah. We're on the same wavelength, and we need to somehow do something together. And that's how it, we were on tour. Uh, she was in uh, Dave Howes' band, uh, The Mermaid. Yeah. And so we toured together in the states, and we toured together in, in in Europe. And we were talking about like wanting to do something together, and we ended up doing a cover. Uh, we covered an REM song, uh, "Losing My Religion." And we recorded it at the BBC, and it was one of my favorite. BBC sessions I've ever gotten to do. I was like, oh man, I gotta get this girl in a band. That's like seriously. Sure yeah. enough, now there it goes. Toward. Yeah, <laughs> it just so happened that like all of every like this never happens that people's schedules all link up like that. Right. And that was why I was like, all right, I really have to write a record now. Yeah. Like the fact that all these musicians, these dream musicians, like this dream team is together. I have to make a record. Right. Yeah. So what was the writing process like for you on this record? Because I believe this record was the first time you kind of wrote since the incident yeah. um, a couple years ago. Yeah. So, you know, did that incident kind of make you not want to write? Yes. Was that was that what happened? Like, it, It's funny. That's, that's a really good question. It, uh, so, yeah, uh, coming up on, or it's like two and a half years now. Yeah. Uh, we were in this horrible accident in, in Sydney, Australia. And um, it was a near-death experience I, I i didn't think i'd ever play again and I, I didn't think we'd ever you know breathe again really right. um end up you know we came out the other side uh but this is the first record that i've written since this this life-changing incident mm. and and it's like having this enormous elephant in the room and it's like you i can't make a record and not address this right but no matter what i say or do it, it doesn't seem uh it doesn't seem important enough to, to to encompass what I'm feeling about right. this so that became this this mental wall this that became this this writer's block that I had where I'd write something and be like that's not just not good enough yeah. and I'd throw it away and be like maybe I can't do this anymore like I don't know if I know how to do this it is because that's all I've ever done you know and think about that like <laughs> yeah, all right so my friend Tucker he was like you know some people say like, oh yeah, I get nervous before I go on stage. And, and one of his friends said to him is like, why are you nervous? This is the only thing that you're good at. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? And so I started to think like, all right, but if this is the only thing I'm good at and I can't do it anymore, yeah. like what the fuck do I do? That's rough, it's man. rough, yeah. So like you start to like get in your head too much and you freak out. But I think the idea that these musicians 
that I wanted to be in a band with for like 19 years ended up being free. It forced me to be like, well, I gotta get through this right. because if maybe this is a sign that I have to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I started to write and, and all of a sudden like the wall started to crumble a little bit and I ended up getting through this song called six feet down under, which is a direct, you know, a relation to the accident that happened. Yeah. And what I did was I, I took just my first uh, conversation that I had with the my appointed therapist after uh, the accident. And, and, and it's a conversation of, you know, no matter what you're saying to me, and I know it comes from a good place, and I know you're really, really smart, mm -hmm. but you can't tell me that this – is real like you can't tell me that i survived this accident that i don't know if i survived and you're still in denial I'm, yeah it's it, well i don't know if i'm in denial or if i'm just like i don't know yeah. you know That's and crazy. it's it's strange so like that, that song kind of addresses those feelings and it's it's that conversation yeah. and once i i cracked that nut i was like oh man all right if i can get through that i can get through all this other bullshit that i'm trying to get through and uh slowly but surely we started to chip away and I ended up with 17 songs uh we did we recorded 17 songs in 15 working days at the studio um yeah. Last time. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> Fourteen of which make the record, uh, which ends up being the first double record I've ever made, Man. and uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, yeah, you imagine going from like I don't know if I can do this to like oh I did it and yeah, we twice. have way too much. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, but I just I just can't imagine like what it was like. You know, I always talk with artists like how they open up and get vulnerable about relationships or like anxiety or like something that they're going through. But like this is crazy, like because you were in that state of mind where it's like, am I really here? Right. So, you know, uh, how challenging was it to write these lyrics, let alone, like, you know, hit the mic and, like, record them? Uh, you start to get to this point where you're like, all right, well, it, the question, is, it's a mute point, mm -hmm. you know, because this is the hand that you're dealt, and, you're, and this is the reality that you're you're in right so you're gonna have like you can either just sit there and be like oh well i don't know if this is real or not i'm just gonna like whatever mm -hmm. like wither away and die uh or whatever <laughs> so cryptic yeah, yeah i know right <laughs> but all right i like to think of of life as like this little path right and when you have this near-death experience it kind of drops a boulder right in the middle of that path and splits off into three uh so you can either think like oh wow i'm so lucky to, to still be here like this is amazing uh you could think like oh shit like I just got a glimpse into something that I'm going to have to go through again. Yeah. And the next time I go through it, it's probably going to be, that's, a, that's, that's really it. A scary thought. That's a really scary thought. Uh, or three, like, d did I survive it? Yeah. Or is this just what death is, is now my brain is now formulating in, like, another reality. So, like, you have to kind of, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. And some people, like, the, and usually the conversation with that ends is like, oh, you're nuts. <laughs> and they walk away. You know, <laughs> drink too much, man. Like, this is not happening. <laughs> how do you how do you navigate you know with that and and it, there's not an easy answer it, it just gets to a point where you have to be like well this is where i'm at and uh i'm gonna make the best of where i'm at right. and, and and try to you know do the things that i've always wanted to do because who knows um my biggest fear is that <laughs> This is so funny. My biggest fear is that I went through all of this. I made a record that I am the most proud of, yeah. and that on May thirty first release day, I'm going to wake up and it's all going to be a fucking dream. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's the biggest fear. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's let's hope yeah, that's not what happens. Yeah, I don't know. I really I really listened to the record. It's real. <laughs> I just I actually it's funny enough. I couldn't listen. I didn't want to listen to Six Feet Under yet. Oh really? Okay. I I felt like that was. 
the whole scenario. And I was yeah. like, I don't know if I want to listen to that yet. It's a, it's a rough one, man. That was a hard one to get through. Yeah. Uh, and it was one of the last ones that we recorded. Um, but I'm proud of it. Mm. I, I think that, you know, it's weird. There's, there's certain songs that, uh, that you write mm. and, and you record and you're like, oh, man, I can't wait to play that again. Right. Like, I can't wait to play that in front of people. And then there's other songs where you, you write them, record them, and you're like, wow, all right, close the lid, lock it up, and be like, I never have to do that again. I, I, I don't want to play this live. This is, this is the song that never gets touched. Maybe. I, yeah, I don't know if I need to. Yeah. You know, like, there's certain songs I need to, and I don't know if I need that one. Yeah. You know, there's a song I wrote about my grandfather on the last record that I don't know if I need to ever open that case yeah, again. Sometimes you just need to release it. Exactly. You know, uh, I remember there was a, a song that uh, one of my friends' bands, the Get Up Kids, uh, recorded, and they. You know, they were asked in an interview once, like, well, how come you never played this one song that you recorded? Like, because we feel like we got it right. Yeah. You know, we feel like that was the best we've ever done it, and to do it live, not as good, yeah. would be good weird. Yeah, that's that's another way to think of it. I just feel like there's certain songs that, like, yeah, like it's like, um, this is so silly. <laughs> this just came to me, by the way. When I was a little kid, <laughs> I used to do this thing where... Uh, I knew I wasn't allowed to curse, uh-huh. right? Uh, so I would, I would say curse words behind furniture. Like I would like whisper them behind a couch, like it was like almost like a secret. And I would tell secrets too. Like I would, if there was a secret I knew I couldn't, I, sh- I shouldn't tell anybody. Yeah. I like a friend told me or something like that. I would whisper it behind furniture <laughs> so that I could still say it, but it would never get out. Like it was almost like locking it in a right. box. So, so like it's kind of like the thing. Like you know, you you release this emotion or whatever it is into like a closed yeah. area and then you know wrap it up. Throw it out there. I actually feel the same way. Like if we were, if I was to do the best interview with you right now, I don't think I could interview you again. Like I think I'd want to like leave it there. I mean, we could just say hello, but like, yeah, you wouldn't have to. Yeah, never ask me another question. Exactly. (laughs) Like I, I I did it. Like I don't want to ruin that moment. Like I, I I totally understand that. Now you know, going back to like the fact that you you kind of experienced this like near near death experience, like. I'm sure so many different things came to mind, like your family, your kids, like, yeah. you know, they're, they're, a lot, they're a lot older now, but like, because those kind of mindsets of family and kids kind of ran through your head, did they play a role at all, like, while you were creating these songs? Yes. Um, and, and it's funny, like, um, the first song on the record, uh, it's a song called New Day's Coming. That song directly came from, uh, I would, at, at bedtime, you know, uh, we usually do this thing where it's it's uh, a song or, or a story, mm. you know, and uh, they pick a story. They can pick whatever's on the shelf. And if it's a song, they usually want to sing um, a song that we, we wrote together. It's called Best Friends Forever. Uh, yeah, which I love and we'll sing and, 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 and cool. But, you know, that they're kids. So then it's like, all right, let's do one more. And it's like, oh, shit, I don't have anything else that I can sing to you and feel good about, <laughs> you know, right before you go to bed. Right. So uh, I, I wanted to write a song for them that uh that I would feel good about, you know, that that kind of addressed the feeling of like, hey listen, like no matter what happened today, mm-hmm. um, the sun's gonna rise tomorrow and, and you have an, a new chance to, to kinda to either get it right, uh, a new chance to, to kinda either maybe brush yourself off and, and start fresh. And uh, and that idea of like, you know, like you know, the next day is the first day of the rest of your life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I had the chorus, I had the the title for it, but I couldn't finish it because I knew it, it felt like uh, like a spiritual. It felt like a gospel, and, and I just you know for whatever reason, like I I wasn't ready to write that song. Right. And, uh, and this 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 band, this 
band configuration was the the one that really cracked it and i was like i have this idea for a song it sounds like this and we just went into it and it was like whoa song became a real boy and i was like that that's that's what's going to start the record like i want everybody to to start fresh when they hear this right yeah it's crazy it's uh, i i still can't believe like you were able to create two albums right now like i uh, yeah. this like Dude, same. <laughs> yeah, especially too like in the the amount of time that we had. Yeah. Um, and to put this in, into perspective for people that maybe don't make records, like, um, back in the day, like you had as much time as you needed. <laughs> uh, for the last record, I did um, twelve songs in seventeen days, and we were right down the wire. And then I had to mix after that. This album was recorded live to tape in a room and mixed 17 songs in 15 days. So that's, yeah, that's like crazy, like an insane person's pace. And that's why also too, like I, I definitely posted a picture on like my Instagram that uh, uh, our bass player uh, met his girlfriend Megan uh, took of, of all of us at the at the board at the final, like we, we finished the session and I look like a person that's like, I don't think I can finish this <laughs> and, and it's, yeah, that's why. Yeah, That's I look like crazy. a madman. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Now, as as we're on the the topic of, um, you know, not knowing if this is real, not knowing if it's like a different dimension type of thing. Like, I've always been curious to like ask you like about recording at a at the haunted mansion that oh, you guys yeah. did because you guys were there for a couple months. Yes. Um, and like, for some reason, like you, do you have like a thing for like? <laughs> like, is, is that something that, like, kind of, right, so like, are you excited about that stuff? I I think it would be comforting to know for sure that something else exists, yeah. you know? Uh, the fact that, like, this isn't it, I think would be really nice for, for us. Mm. Um, to know for sure that the lights just don't go out and you're in a box somewhere. Right. Like, that, I think that'd be nice. Um, I don't think I have, like, a... Uh, a desperate need to be haunted <laughs> per se i just haven't found proof yet where I, like yeah. like oh my god yes for sure this is you know whatever so we ended up um re- i don't think we knew that it was haunted when we we booked <laughs> us to stay there scarier. Yeah, yeah you know what i mean and i think we were like like as we moved in like people started to like say things and we were like yeah. uh, Really? Because we were there for a couple months. Like, we were there for a couple of months. But, and that's the thing, too, is, like, we didn't record, like, the stuff, f- like, for the record. We recorded demos there. Yeah. Um, but the room that I stayed in was this weird spire room. Uh, like, it's a, it's a huge – it's a man – it's huge. Yeah. And we had, like, you know, like, just a portion of it, like, a wing where we stayed. And you would go – I'd have to go outside to, like, this uh, pool – type courtyard area and, and you could have to go up this like spiral stairs into the spire where our, that's where my room was and i was like oh this is dope as hell like i gotta like stay there i was separated from everybody yeah Shit. i heard things but i just thought it was like a raccoon in the walls or something <laughs> and i heard late i found out later that um that merle haggard had stayed in my room when he was making a record and he was visited by what he said was a spirit uh, of a young lady and they would write songs together in my room. Damn. I don't, I mean, Damn. I didn't meet her. 
<laughs> Unless she was trapped in the walls, and I was maybe like, it's a fucking raccoon. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. This, yeah. this fucker thinks yeah. I'm a raccoon. <laughs> if that was her, she has a terrible voice. <laughs> but, like, I remember, like, I read something about, like, Mikey was having a hard time. But I yeah. also, like, I'm curious, like, because... Gerard like sleep came out of that too because of yeah. his like what night night, night terrors, terrors yeah. that he was having that all right so that's funny because uh yeah so Mikey freaked out but I, I think I really I really do think that um if there's is a spiritual paranormal like wavelength or something like that yeah. I think it plays into things that are going on with you you know what I mean mm -hmm. and, and I think that's how it manifests itself maybe uh, but yeah, Mikey had a really rough time. Uh, I know that he had to stay in, in, in G's room basically the whole time we were there. Um, G did have night terrors. I had, uh, I had, I've experienced sleep paralysis only twice in my life, yeah. and once was around that time, but it wasn't at the Paramore. Yeah. Um, but it was in a hotel around making that record, uh, Black Parade. The second time I ever experienced it was actually on this record. But I immediately researched, like, what the fuck is this? Because it's scary as hell. And it's, you know, like, you're, it comes from, like, stress and, like, your, your yeah, sleep schedule sure being, yeah, kind of. And uh, I remember, like, you know, like your, your brain wakes up before the rest of your body, so you yeah. literally can't move in it. This last time that it happened, it felt like a, like a laser beam being, like, oh, kind of, like, scanning my body. I heard, like, a zzz, and, yeah. like, I felt, like, a pressure, like, go all the way down. And I remember, like, just, like, just just like kind of thing and then finally as it hit like my bottom toes like the rest of my body woke up and i was like it yeah it freaked me the fuck out that's crazy so like the, the fact that you guys kind of went through that with with the mansion and the, the the terror stuff like do you feel like it played a role on that record oh, sure. um do you feel like that's why the black parade is called the black parade like i yeah well i mean that idea uh for that entire world i think that was brewing before Entering that the mansion, I think, you know, it, it really started to emerge why we were there yeah. and writing and rehearsing in that, create that weird room. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You know, that's the thing is, being a creative person and being in that state when you're when you're making something, mm -hmm. it is, it you are so vulnerable. Yeah. You know, um, your surroundings are so important. The fact that they're uh, that you're surrounded by uh, people that are, are are going to like help you along that journey and like you know and, and build you up. Right. Um, that's why I think like people like I got to work with Ross Robinson on the last record. Right. And he's such an amazing person because you know so many people want to come in and break you down mm -hmm. to build you up. He doesn't do that. Like he, for me at least, wanted to build up where you are, and I think that's a really amazing approach that not a lot of people take and should right. you know uh as an artist like you you don't want to be you you beat your down yourself down enough mm -hmm. you know like you like everything i do sucks or you know like why am i been here am i you know like am i a fraud like will i ever be able to write a song again am i actually alive like all this nice. shit you know what i mean like to have someone else fucking whisper in your ear that stuff you don't need that you're doing that to yourself enough you need somebody that's gonna be like, hey, listen, you are gonna. The reason that you're here is because you're good enough. Right. Like, we just need to make this. You know, this is all better. you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's the only thing you're good at. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, it's it's important to have uh, a good support system. Yeah. But yeah, you put yourself in a fucking haunted house. Like, shit's gonna be dark. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. I, yeah. 
I, I don't think I'd even go there during the day. So just to let you know. <laughs> All right, dude, I know you have a busy schedule. You're about to do day uh, night one at the Palladium yes, today. Yes, yeah. So the new record, Barriers, third album, third album drops yeah. May 31st. What else is going on after this tour? You plan on doing a, a headline tour for the record? Yes. Uh, well, immediately after this tour, I'm home for like three days, and then I go to South America. We start headline tours in South America, and then uh, headline tour in the U.S. starts East Coast. Uh, I think it's the 28th of May. And uh, and then I'll never see home again. <laughs> so you just keep going from there. And then May 31st, we'll find out if the record is real yeah. or not. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, there dude. Thank you so <laughs> thank much. You I'm glad to finally sit down with you. You guys, be sure to check out uh, Frank Iero' new album. Barriers is out May 31st. Thanks for watching on Front Live. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.